Welcome back. This is the We Watch Sports podcast. This is the podcast that went to Top Golf this week and got a bit of a sunburn. Ouch. Oi. Gosh, that hurts. We are your hosts. My name's Graham. Hi. And Andy, I'm, how are you? I'm great, Graham. How are you? Super duper. Um, it's raining. It always rains in Portland. That's why people get seasonal depressive disorder. It's, I got it in Phoenix because I never went outside because it was too damn hot. It is. It's actually the third silent killer behind um, carbon monoxide and shark attacks because people don't oh, hear shark attacks coming. I knew it. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's a very real thing. I would have thought hangnails would be up there, but... Hmm. They're probably in the top ten. Those things get infected, and it's bad news. You'll lose an entire finger and be forced to be a librarian with only a thumb. <laughs> for those of you just joining us i had a librarian that allegedly lost his four fingers in a lawnmower accident which but i don't we know. were in elementary school so who knows if that was the truth i just if you have an idea of how a person would lose four fingers and keep the thumb in a lawnmower um you can let us know you can go to anchor.fm slash we watch sports and Leave us a message and a theory. If you're still out there, Mr. Dembesti, uh, I wish you the Dembesta luck. <laughs> and uh, we have another exciting sponsor this week that uh, just when you thought you had seen it all, they actually paid us in $1,000 bills, which apparently isn't a thing in 12 of the 50 states. First of all, I didn't even know this company was still around. I mean, apparently they're thriving. So, yeah. Judging by the size of the paycheck they gave us, they are doing really damn well. They just took a dump, a dump truck full of money to a bank, and it like the direct deposit hit instantly. There was no hold on it. It was insane. And we're only on our third podcast. Yeah. I'll probably buy, just for fun, 100 snowboards. I, I mean... Either that or those single-wheeled skateboards that people ride around. Yeah. I will personally pay $1 million to get all scooters off the ground. <laughs> I hate nothing more than driving around. I'm sure Portland is just as bad as Austin. But they're do you just, have the, do you have the uh, rental electric scooters? The worst. We've got lines. They're terrible. We've they're got terrible. birds. We have lifts. We have Ubers. We have some other company. We have some other company. It's it's just obscene. There's way too many, and I hate them. Within three days of those coming out here in Portland, I had already seen Instagram photos of them in porta pots. Yeah, ours get thrown in a lake pretty often, and then sometimes some of the homeless people build um, pretty strong structures um, that I can only guess that they're living inside. I bet. I mean, steel's hard to come by nowadays. It is, and there's really an unlimited supply. I think it's interesting that they pay people to drive around at night and like pick them up and charge them at their house. Is that how that works? Yeah, so you can get paid to go pick them up, charge them, and then you have to have them back in like a certain part of town by like 8 a.m. Are they Cinderella? It, it's kind of like the Tooth Fairy, but whoever that guy is, I'd like to give him a piece of my mind. 
He's not that mattress salesman, is he? We'll get to him. But we should let the people know who our sponsor is. Highlights Magazine for Kids. Which That's is- right. A kids magazine is sponsoring us. It's a great, you know, it's great for you because you have children. And it's great for me because I read at the level of a child. So it's wow, really you've improved. A, yeah, it's really a win-win for for everyone. We have a special coupon for all of our lawyer listen, l- uh, loyal listeners. If oh, you're boy. a lawyer, that's fine too. Yeah. Um, you, along with everyone else that visits their website randomly, can get one year $10 off. You want to know how much 12 issues of Highlights Magazine costs? I'm going to guess $40. Oh, wow. Pretty close. Unless you're one of our loyal listeners, then you get it for $29.64. Stop. That's so much savings. My gosh. You know what is even better? What's that? You could gift a subscription to someone. And the promo code, in case you were wondering, is simply FART. So while checking out, type in the word fart. It has two R's, though. And a silent PH at the beginning. But, I mean, all farts have that. So, Highlights Magazine, fun with a purpose. What a great sponsor. We've been really lucky at this podcast to just have sponsors lined up, um, which is great for the people who listen to this. We have at least 1,000 more episodes that we're contractually obligated to make at this point. It's going to be really, really good return on our investment, that's for sure. It I is. mean, I'm sitting here literally on a Friday after work and just, like, counting my $100 bills. What number are you on? I lost count. got to start over, I guess. It's a shame. Um, so I think but, I threw my back out. Just I, counting all these bills! I hope you... You know, this podcast, it is full contact, so it is possible that you threw your back out. Thanks, Highlights. So this week, um, before we get into our stories, Graham, I wanted to ask you about an experience I had. Okay. So I had the opportunity to go to Topgolf. And for those okay. of you not familiar with Topgolf, it is a outdoor place where you hit golf balls into different targets and you get points based on that, and then they have food and beverages. Uh, is this indoors or outdoors? It is outdoors. Um, it was 93 and about 100% humidity uh, earlier this week when I went, so it got sweaty pretty quickly. Yikes. But it got me thinking. If if you've ever been to Topgolf, um, you've probably thought this as well, but is Topgolf simply bowling for very wealthy people? Yes. However, I, bowling has also become kind of a wealthy activity. I feel like the days of, ah, uh, oh, honey, I won't be home tonight. I'm going to league. I, I don't feel like. You don't think like, do they the have league, league for cosmic bowling? <laughs> That's a great question. I can remember that as like a middle schooler. There was a bowling alley in our town, and they would give you a certificate during the summer for one free game of bowling. And I always had to get <laughs> parental permission to enter the bowling alley because it was the average age was probably 56. And in the hour that I was usually there most days, uh, I would say the average cigarette smoked indoors was nine. 
Oh, yeah. <coughs> there were some characters there. They always thought we were adorable little little kids, which, looking back on it, it's probably a little scary. Um, and they usually would give us tamales. <laughs> Why tamales? I don't know, but they were pretty good, but probably um, not up to modern sanitary standards. Put it this way. Yeah. If bowling is not wealthy bowling, why are there no standalone bowling alleys anymore? All bowling alleys are like an arcade that's true. and a bowling alley together. Yeah. I mean, and that's a really good point. I think it's the business model of bowling never made a ton of sense because you could go and bowl for like a couple dollars and that was it. That was all you needed. Oftentimes you could bowl almost for free. But Top Golf is really expensive. And so one of the things so the guy like they have people that are in charge of each position where you're hitting golf balls and the employees come up and they're like, Hey, do you want your name on the board? And it's like, Yeah, I'm playing a game. I would like my name on the board. <laughs> they're like, Great, it's a five dollar membership. And I said, I'm not doing that. And the guy was like, Your company's paying for it. I'm like, Yeah, but I'm still not doing that. <laughs> So in order to put your name on the scoreboard, you have to join the Top Golf Club with for five dollars and it lasts forever. So just to start playing it's five dollars. And then for every forty five minutes, it's about eighty dollars. And then every person that worked for your company got fired yeah. because they charged an extra five dollars to the account. And they also have lots of drinks. It's kind of like a like a Ruby Tuesdays. Ooh. Lots of drinks, lots of um, fried foods. Um, I had a chicken sandwich that felt like it wasn't all the way cooked, but I did not send it back um, because it came with tater tots, and I was pretty pumped about that. Here's a real question. Yeah. Are there any professional golfers that frequent the Top Golf? That's a fantastic question, and the answer is yes. Um, Top Golf employs a golf professional, so if you want to get lessons, he's there. Um, I saw him walk by. I'll try and describe him. He was wearing pink, like paisley shorts, <laughs> a white belt that matched his white shoes, a a paisley argyle shirt, short sleeve. He had a white visor on backwards and spiky hair and a pair of Oakley's sitting on the top of his head. If you were to ask me, Hey Graham, uh, I need you to describe the golf professional at top golf. Okay. I probably would have said that exact thing. Yeah. It was exactly what you thought, which is sad. Um, it's 2019. I hate to be making assumptions, but it's bad. Um, I also learned that they don't give you instructions at Top Golf, and so they just say "Have fun." And I hit twenty golf balls, and of the first ten, I did not know I didn't get points for just hitting it as hard as I could. <laughs> <laughs> I learned after being laughed at by my coworkers for only having zero points through ten <laughs> swings that I needed to aim. <laughs> I was simply. Hitting it as hard as I could and yelling like one of the Williams sisters. Uh, that was it. That was the yell I had. 
what do the Williams sisters do, by the way? They play tennis, which is That's similar correct. similar to golf, as in that it's usually only played by wealthy, affluent people. It's like ping pong, but in a giant court. What do you think about people that are really good at ping pong? Are you impressed, or is it, like, sad? Uh, I can't speak without an unbiased opinion because I'm really good at ping pong. Are you? I am. Wow. You learn something new every week on this podcast. My grandpa was a ping pong player in the Navy, and he taught me how to play. That's pretty and now amazing. I kick butt. Do you ever go to the ping pong halls? I need to find one. I bet there are ooh, several within walking I've, distance of you in Portland, Oregon. I bet Portland, that if Oregon. I go to them, I just have to walk right by the G spot to get to... Uh, I'm sorry, what was that? You have to walk. Oh, I live next to a place called the G Spot. Is it what you think? Yes. It's like the American Beaver Company? Uh, Yes, the Alaskan Bush Company. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's a Phoenix joke for all you Phoenicians. Yes, it is. uh, It's a private 24 7, one on one, if you please, dance club. Wow. And it's a little house. And. I thought I was prepared for being a dad until my son goes, Hey, Dad, what's gaspot? Did you tell him gaspacho is cold soup? Not to be confused with goulash (laughs) or tapioca. Those are both Minnesota jokes. Where was I going with that? Your son asked about the G-spot. Backwards. You live next to the G-spot. Backwards. Ping pong. Ping pong. There it is. I like ping pong. That's uh, good I'm enough. probably, if I go to a ping pong place, I'm probably not as good at ping pong as I think I am. I am not a ping pong fan, but I am a fan of its cousin, pickleball. Ooh. I love me some pickleball. What is squash? I don't know. I think it's Season a, it's a four, vegetable. Episode number four is going to be about squash. It's a vegetable. It's like a green vegetable Sometimes yellow, maybe. Maybe when we have our special guest on, um, we'll talk about squash. And I know that he really likes racquetball. So I love I. What's fun about racquetball is I've never known the rules. I've just always played hit it as hard as you can and hope it doesn't hit you. Yep, that's that's how I like to get down. Um, so the the verdict um, top I would golf say... is or is not for just wealthy bowling. I would say Top Golf is as wealthy bowling as uh, cycling is white collar NASCAR. That's that's what you get on this podcast. Um, the other thing I wanted to pick your brain about is one of my least favorite holidays is coming up. Uh, as you know, I am a Christmas fanatic, as are yourself, mm-hmm. and I feel like Halloween just gets in the way of celebrating three or four months of solid of Christmas related activities. But Halloween it is, it is coming is up. The, yep, Halloween is the holiday that people who don't like Christmas like. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't have any of the charm of the Christmas. The decorations are not nearly as good. Um, the warmth and merriment is not as good, and the music doesn't even compare. Don't try and lump in pumpkin spice lattes with Halloween either. That's separate. That's yeah, a that's fall separate. Thing. That's just the fall. No. Sorry. Um, Now, I'm of the opinion I am going to sit on the porch and hand out candy to kids. And here's why. 
is because I know when I was a kid, if a house didn't have candy, my first thought was, I'm going to throw a rock at it. And I'd rather that not happen. So I'm going to sit out there. I'm not going to be happy about it. But I will continue the Midwest tradition of, uh, you have to tell me a joke. Ooh, That's a very, very Midwest thing to say, trick or treat. And then the door opens and they'll go, well, tell me a joke first. Quick couple rules, I think, for uh, trick or treat hosting. For those of you who don't know, uh, just don't be the person who hands out vegetables. Don't be that person. Really, don't any, be that person. Anything that's homemade probably should not be handed out. Candy is so cheap nowadays. You can go buy an entire giant bag for like a dollar. Yeah, and if not, you can steal it from like your workplace. Right. Just go down the street, shoplift something. It everything's fine. And if you really want to win points, yep. don't just give them candy. Give them full-size candy bars. Are you going to be that house? I don't know about full-size candy bars because last year uh, we probably had 100 kids. Wow. It was very busy, um, and it was pouring rain. So I feel like we are smack dab in the middle of several neighborhoods with lots of kids. Um, so <laughs> – while we're making just oodles of money um, from this podcast, I've decided to invest that money in Taco Bell futures. So Ooh. I have not, I'm just going to do normal size and I got what I think is every kid's favorite candy bar. Let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah. Um, oh, every kid's favorite candy bar is Snickers. So, Sadly, that's that's not what I was thinking. I think it's a Heath bar. From what oh, I understand, yeah. kids love toffee. I mean, they're no Twin Bing, but <laughs> um, they're no Charleston Chew. But it they're is no a... Toblerone. Uh, yeah, I, I the only reason I bought the bag of candy that we have for the kids this year, um, I got at Costco. I think it had four thousand pieces in it. But it had Swedish fish, which is my personal favorite candy. <laughs> I could never, I just never, it never clicked with me. Really? I, it's the best. It's my favorite candy. Good, not great. That's, we'll, we'll take that off mic. <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> um, the other thing that I thought would be funny to give out, um, and I was talking to someone about this recently, is what if you gave out hot dogs? Would you cook them or no? Yeah, I think they'd be boiled. Like if I just boiled uh, a vat of oh. hot dogs. Are we talking bun and everything? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Ooh, I don't think that would be funny. I think that would be awesome. Um, I think a lot of parents would appreciate that. They'd show up and be like, oh, I've been walking for like three fucking miles. Thank you for the hot dog. Do you have any <laughs> relish? Yeah. Now, will you be uh, dressing up for Halloween since you have children and obligated socially to take them out? Um, I don't. If I do dress up, I'm probably going to be Captain America, which is what I've been for the past three years okay. because I still have the Captain America mask. Um, um, just the mask, by the way. Not, not the, the shield, of not any of no. it. Just... Yeah, just the mask. <laughs> You're putting a lot of effort into this. I really try. Yeah. Uh, my big hit is that I make my dog be a hamburger. Yeah, that's that's it. 
So I I kind of live vicariously through his costume. You know, it's funny because one of the the things that you can do if you're going to um, a sporting event around this time, speaking of hot dogs, is oftentimes events, especially if you're like me. So in Austin, we don't have any professional teams. We just have minor league. So minor league means they're just not quite good enough, and the experience is done <laughs> at about 30 cents on the dollar. And so if you think about going to a football game, you might pay $100 a ticket. If you go to a minor league football game, you'll probably pay eight ninety-five. So they have at the minor league hockey game, or the hockey team that we have, dollar hot dog nights. And that's very common at sporting events, um, baseball games and basketball games. It's very, very common. So if you play your cards right, um, you know, you could eat for nine or ten dollars a night. Say that you are somebody who is dating. Uh, finding a good dollar hot dog minor league game would be a very frugal date. It would idea. be. It depends on how many how many dogs you're planning on putting down. Yeah. What do you if think? Your date, if, if your date's a, if your date is like uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating champion, then you're in you trouble. might not want to do that. Graham, how many hot dogs do you think you could put down at dollar dog night? What kind of time frame am I working with here? Let's say you're there for two hours. But throughout the course of the game? Yeah. Uh, if I put my mind to it, I'm putting down at least 15 hot dogs. <laughs> you're going double digits, you think? Yeah, I do. Uh, if I know that I'm going there to make a name for myself based on how many hot dogs I eat, I'm going to go hard in the paint. Yeah. Um, I was going to say 10. I feel like 15 okay. is a lot of hot dogs. That's a lot. It is. And especially at a dollar, you know, they're probably not the best hot dogs. I would argue that hot dogs is one of the foods, one of the few foods in the world where the worse the quality, the better the taste. I think that's fair. Okay. 15 If hot some dogs. Portland restaurant starts putting out hipster gentrified hot dogs that are like, quote-unquote gourmet hot dogs, I'm going to be irate. I'm going to go to 7-Eleven, and I'm going to put liquid chili on it and just and then you're go gonna, to town. And you're going to shit your pants two hours later. Righteous. Righteous. Well, Speaking of shit in your pants, you told me uh, something, but I wanted to hear a little bit more about it. Yeah. So uh, You I, visited one of our sponsors. I did. So episode one, we were sponsored by Dairy Queen, Hot Eats, and Cool Treats. And Graham, you made a pretty bold claim about mm-hmm. a burger that they have there. Yes. It's my the number two at my local Dairy Queen. Uh, I had it again today because I love it so much. The Dairy Queen Flamethrower Burger. So you talked it up. And while I have In-N-Out and a bunch of other places that I could go to, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it tonight. So I go up and I get to the drive-thru. There's not a soul to be seen. (laughs) I thought at first that the Dairy Queen was closed. (laughs) The number two isn't a flamethrower burger here. It was just like a double cheeseburger. So I search the menu and I find the flamethrower burger. Okay. What number is it? It's not even a number. It's just like a special menu item. So I order it and it... Uh, 
she goes, what do you want to drink? And as you talked about in episode one, what drink do we get? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew made from dinosaurs. So I cold, glacier-fed Mountain Dew. And so I say to the lady, I'll take a Mountain Dew. And she goes, we don't have that. What? Yeah. I had to get a Coca-Cola. So I take it home, sit down, I start to eat it, and it is a delicious burger. Okay, good. Yeah, the burger is very, very good. Um, The experience at our first sponsor, Dairy Queen, not great. (laughs) And I think I would have liked it. I think I would have liked it more had it come with a Mountain Dew. You were probably a little bit tainted due to the lack of dew. Due to the dew. Um, and it's funny because at one time, I think you and I drank three, at the equivalent of like two and a half 20-ounce Mountain Dews a day. Oh, yeah. And at one point, after at least two months of this, I think you looked at me and go, do you get a stomach ache every day? <laughs> <laughs> And we quickly discovered that the culprit was indeed the sometimes expired Mountain Dew we were buying. (laughs) I forgot about that. So even though sometimes my experience with Mountain Dew in the past has been a little checkered, it is still the greatest soda. And not having it was really disappointing. That being said. I know I've said this to you. Yeah. But I get a lot of uppity type of friends that always say, Oh yeah, I stopped drinking soda for like three months and now I can't even drink it anymore. I don't like it. It just tastes bad. Yeah. I am never ever gonna be one of those people. I have stopped for six months to a year on multiple occasions, and the first thing I do is go get a fucking two liter of Mountain Dew and I have my way with it. And it's funny too because I I certainly like Really, the only soda I ever drink is a Mountain Dew. Yeah. Like, I don't really drink soda that often, and it's amazing every time. It is. It's. I drink Mountain Dew at Dairy Queen with a flamethrower, and I drink Coca-Cola with my Chipotle burrito, and that's my life. You don't do Mr. Pib extra. I was never a big Pib fan. Yeah, I'm more of a Dr. Pepper fan because the uh, the Dr. Pepper machine at my jazz band camp in high school was broken. What? So you would get extra syrup oh and it gosh. was so good. So now every time I drink Mr. Pibb or regular Dr. Pepper, I'm like, hey, this is just okay. Uh, that's That jazz camp sounds like it was off the chain. Dude, I got laid so much at that jazz camp. Just kidding. Complete virgin. I was trying to think of a drum joke, but I couldn't remember what it's called when you have the sticks, like, one is slightly higher than the other. You, like, hit them at the same time. That's called a flam. Is it a flam? It's a flam. I was going to, I thought it was, like, periwinkle or something. No, you're thinking of paradiddle? Yes. Which is. Right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left, right, 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 left, right, left, is that, left. Is, is a peri, per, paradiddle. Paradiddle what paradiddle. you did to her that night at jazz camp? Diddle, do. Left, right, no, left, really, right. No, really, it was more of a flam, if we're being <laughs> honest. 
Oh, I can't believe you went to high school jazz camp. Yeah, with with the one girl that was also there. I bet she just had a rough summer. People were people were jonesing for her attention. What was her <laughs> name? Do you remember? Allison. <laughs> Your first crush. She had very large breasts for someone that young. And I remember thinking, God damn, if only. If I play my cards right, I might be able to paradiddle. Check out this solo, Allison. Left, right, Paradiddle. Flam, flam, flam. <laughs> Did you ever play the timpani? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guess what the first thing I played on it was? Um... A song by Mannheim Steamroller. Close. Close. Birdland was the first jazz band song I played on by the Mannheim Steamroller version, obviously. Oh, yeah. But no, the first timpani song I ever played was George of the Jungle. Wow. At jazz camp. Because I liked, uh, no, not at jazz oh, camp. Okay. Concert band, fifth grade. That was right about when uh, George of the Jungle starring Brendan Fraser came out. And you've always, yeah, it's funny that Oscar worthy film people have called you the Brendan Fraser of Portland. I get it more times than not. <laughs> so, speaking of more times or not, oh. our first topic this week, and it's a con- yeah, we should probably talk about sports. It's a controversial topic. Um, there's a lot of controversy, that's what controversial means. There's a lot of talk, a lot of talk about this, and it has to do with baseball. Now, Graham, for those for those of you just now turning in and not sure what baseball is, can you give a brief description? Play ball! That's it. Baseball is America's pastime. Okay. If you're American, you probably at least have some idea of what baseball is. If you're one of our several thousand, uh, hundred thousand rather, international listeners that we have, baseball is basically like cricket, except uh, the bat is round and there's no such thing as centuries. Wow. But, uh, yeah, it's America's pastime. There are four bases. You've probably driven by a baseball field on your yeah. way to work. Lots of grass or astroturf and dirt. Right. Yep. And sometimes just sand. Yeah. But no castles, just the sand. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, but in baseball, the, the, the playoffs are going right now. And what's been interesting is that throughout the regular season, so the time before the playoffs, um, there were more home runs, so that's when someone hits the ball from home plate at the one end of the field all the way out of the baseball field. Um, there were more home runs than had ever been hit, and a lot of people thought it was because the ball itself had been changed, so it was easier to hit it further. Mm. Now, the controversy started where the statistics now tell us all of a sudden in the playoffs, so when the games matter more because if you lose, your season is over, um, the ball is traveling five to seven feet shorter. There was a lot Ooh, of... in Interessante. So the question is, has baseball changed the way that the ball itself works? And so that's a fantastic topic to bring up if you know nothing else about sports. 
because it's going to make you look like you've completely bypassed the basics or the thing the common folk know and you're in the fast track so if you're i would say if you're a beginner and this is your first foray into sports i would say sticking with a topic like boy those cardinals really uh got swept pretty well didn't they um you probably want to stick with playoff talk but if you're going in and you're talking to people that are going to be able to sniff out that, um, you know, inexperience from a mile away, you're going to want to come right in with five feet shorter, according to reports. And then you just kind of sit back and listen about people watch arguing. The, here's what you do. You watch the people that are level three fakers you watch them start to squirm because they're like oh shit rumble you will watch them crumble then you're in a unique position where you can probably just start making stuff up and people are gonna be like whoa this guy really knows baseball listen no one knows why the ball is going a shorter distance it could just be a statistical fluke at this point though you could make up whatever reason you want and they're all possible you want to mm-hmm. say that the fans are all colluding together and blowing against the ball at the same time? Go for it. Any theory is up for grabs at this point. You want to say that the air being pushed from a group of people doing the trust fall is the reason that the ball is going slower? That's absolutely possible. If you want to say that there are angels in the outfield, you can absolutely make a good case for that tell them christopher lloyd's out there making the ball go a little bit farther people will be like oh yeah you might be right i think i've seen that documentary oh and there's nothing and then they start waving their arms and there's nothing people love talking about more than the documentaries they've watched because all documentaries are true they are and they make you smarter there are a lot of documentaries on pornhub that are very true they are and if you're not sure that's pornhub.com slash documentaries <laughs> oh, my my favorite thing to say about the baseball is that god has put magnets in the earth and that's what's causing the issue i mean that makes sense yeah. it's the only logical explanation uh, how does those giant magnets get in the earth's mantle we should probably recap quickly yeah uh for people who have been listening to episodes one and two um Last week we announced that the Cardinals were playing the Nationals and the Yankees were playing the Houston Astros. Andy, how's that going? So the Cardinals were immediately defeated um, four games to nothing, which means that they did not even stand a chance. What do they call that? That calls a clean sweep. Oh, yeah. You can get your brooms out. As of right now, um, this – episode is being recorded at the same time as the Yankees and Astros game is in the top of the sixth there is one out and the Yankees are winning four to one so what is that where does that put us so that means that tomorrow or Sunday I'm not sure what day if the Yankees win they will play the Astros in a deciding game six and if the Yankees managed to win that, they would force the all-knowing and the special game seven. 
So in the baseball playoffs for the World Series, there are, well, the first round is the best of five games. So you have to win, the first person to win three games moves on. Uh, Then after that, it's the best of seven. So the Astros are up three games to one right now. And if the Yankees win tonight, that would make it three games to two. But in all reality, Houston just needs one more game to win. Yeah, and really the important thing to track in that series is whoever wins will play the Nationals, the Washington Nationals, who are in the World Series. But more importantly, the mattress salesman in Houston still has a chance to win his $3.5 million bet. Um, And I was thinking about... You know, most people probably store their money in the smartest place you can, which is within your mattress. So can you think how many mattresses he must have ruined to hold $3.5 million? If you're a mattress salesman, do the mattresses come with money in them, or do you put them in there? Do you think if he's ever, like, feeling, like, really rebellious, he'll, like, order a mattress from Casper? Ooh, maybe that's how he gives the mattresses to legit customers that just happen upon him and are like oh i want a mattress and he orders them a tuft of needle do you think if we opened a store and stocked it with only mattresses we bought on the internet and doubled the price that we could turn a profit duh do you know amazon sells mattresses now and whose do you think they are i don't know but i'm sure they're they're the cheapest and you can get them primed if amazon is paying less or if Amazon is paying more than half of what they're charging their customers, that's bad business practice bad, on their part. Bad Jeff business. Bezos is really missing out on an opportunity because a mattress, I wonder what the cost of a mattress is. It's always way more expensive than I think it should be. But I'm, I'm talking about production costs. Oh, How like much does it make cost. someone? Yeah. Like Mr. Wonderful What's, is going to be like, what are your cogs? What are, what are your, how much does it cost you to make? That's enough. Your Mr. Wonderful is strangely very Italian. That's uh, Aren't all wealthy people Italian? I thought so. Um, and so if if you happen to be the mattress salesman in Houston that's listening, we'd love to talk to you. Um, if you want to call in and talk to us and get some – if you want to get some free publicity that's better than any of the publicity you've already been receiving, you should call us. If you want to clear up your name because you don't like what we said about it, you're welcome to reach out at anchor.fm slash we watch sports. Um, I mean, everybody does think that you are laundering money from the drug cartel. That is so. very true. So let us you- know. Um, and then really the last thing on baseball, one of the things you'll see a lot if you were to tune in and watch the playoffs and the World Series is you're going to see a lot of promotions that seemingly make no sense. So there's like, if someone steals a base, all of America gets a free Taco Bell taco. Which I'm not sure if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. I wonder if that's cross-redeemable at those Taco Bell KFC combo The Taco Huts? Yeah. Or is it a, like a KFC Bell? Kentucky Fried Taco Bell. That might be it. Pizza Hut. Hut. Kentucky Fried Taco Hut. That's it. Would you eat a taco that had KFC meat in it? Probably faster than I would eat a Taco Bell taco in general. 
That's hard to believe because you can eat a Taco Bell taco in one bite. And it will come out in less than six minutes. Taco Bell, if you're listening, we'd love if you were one of our sponsors. <laughs> Only for Baja Blast, though. Yeah, that's true. Don't, or a cheesy gordita crunch. But there'll, there'll be other promotions. So the, the other one that's really common is you'll see a shot of the crowd, and they're all spinning around what look like just pieces of cloth, but it's the free T-shirt that was on their seat. Now, <laughs> it's interesting living in Texas, in Austin, most of the people I know are Houston Astro fans. And so their main color is burnt orange. Right. So if you got that for free, where else are you wearing that shirt besides a Houston Astros game? I don't think there's a whole lot of places to wear it outside of Texas. I think there's a benefit to the playoffs being in the fall okay. because burnt orange is a very fall color. It's true. Um, maybe you're on the um, Dwight Schrute impersonator circuit. Of course. He liked burnt orange. I did. Um, be a good costume idea for like if you're wanting to go as a pumpkin spice latte. Okay. PSL. I can see that. Say it here. Yeah. It doesn't go with my eyes, otherwise I would totally. Yeah, I've always said that is that um, while your eyes are striking, they do not go with burnt orange. The only thing burnt orange about me is my underwear. The only thing I like burnt orange is my soda. <laughs> wanna Fanta? Don't you wanna? Wanna Fanta? I'm going to go see a movie tomorrow, and I'm going to order a large orange soda. <laughs> and then I won't pee. Who loves orange it. soda? This guy. Kale loves orange soda. <laughs> <laughs> so besides the playoffs, Graham, what else is happening in the sports world that oh. people should know about? Have you ever heard of the NFL? I think so. Um, that's the sport where men tackle each it's other. It's the National Football League. National. Who likes National Football League? I love the Nationals who are in the World Series. The Nationals, yes, who are yeah. now in the World Series, who are doing it without Bryce Harper, which is a good added bonus in case anybody wants to get some extra credit. It is. So the NFL is exciting for a lot of America. It's one of the most popular sports, and it turns out that the NFL has a lot of new quarterbacks. Graham, what does the quarterback do? Quarterback is kind of the team leader, so to speak. Sure. They are the person, when the play starts, yeah. they're the first person to get the ball, yep. typically. And they either hand it to somebody who's going to run, okay, or they throw it to somebody who's going to catch. Okay, that makes sense. So they're kind of the most important person on the team. They help you get points. And they're Which, in... This might come as a shock oh or boy. might confuse a okay. lot of people, but the person with the more points at the end of the game is the winner. Gotcha. That makes sense. That that makes a lot of sense. And so these quarterbacks are oftentimes the face of the team. They're kind of who everyone talks about and who everyone you know, compares. And so currently in the National Football League, 
there's a bunch of new ones. And so we thought we would share some of the names um, and stories about them. So if you hear people talking about the National Football League, you can say something like, boy, there are so many great new quarterbacks, aren't there, fellas and ladies? Just really be careful when you're listening to somebody's conversation. If they're talking about football and they're using state names, there's a good chance they're talking about college football. There is, and we're going to cover college football next week. If they're using city names, like saying something along the lines of, oh, man, didn't Seattle really screw the pooch this week? Then you know. And you know, that's probably talking about NFL because not a lot of people are going to talk about Seattle's regional football team. That, uh, that's true. Yeah. It's a, anyway. great, it's a great point. And so there's a few names. The first that you should know is in our old stomping grounds in Arizona. His name is Kyler, not Kyle. It looks like Kyle, but with an R. Kyler Murray. Good old Kyler. And what's interesting about Kyler is that originally he was signed to play baseball and signed a contract to play baseball and then decided, nah, I'd rather play in the NFL where I'm probably going to ruin my brain. Yeah, nothing like getting smacked on a daily basis by some giant man that's going to give me CTE. Yeah, and he's a little, I mean, little as in he would physically dominate either one of us. But he's, for NFL standards, (laughs) for NFL standards, He's he's small. Right. And so he's playing for the Cardinals. He wears a big visor on his face so you can never see his eyes. And Andy, are there a lot of uh Cardinals in Arizona? I don't think there are any in Arizona. Besides Correct. the ones that play for the Arizona Cardinals. Why are they for extra credit for all y'all? Why are they called the Arizona Cardinals? It's a great, great question. And the only reason I know that is because my parents, before I was born, used to have season tickets to the St. Louis football Cardinals. So before the Arizona Cardinals moved to Arizona, they played in St. Louis and had the same name as the baseball team and played Uh, at the same stadium. How did that work? carefully <laughs> but my parents used to sit next to a guy that no matter how cold it was would always take his shirt off because he painted his chest <laughs> and oftentimes to stay warm brought a thermos of soup with him <laughs> so i'm very familiar with the arizona slash st louis cardinals football not baseball teams if by some chance you were a cardinals fan and you didn't live in arizona sure you could easily use the excuse of oh my family's from st louis and they were always cardinals fans until they moved to arizona there it is now you're gonna sound smart that's the exact excuse uh, excuse I used for being a Lakers fan when I was a kid. That's so smart. My grandpa was a Lakers fan where they were Minneapolis Lakers. That's complete bullshit. For anybody who heard me say that, it's complete lie. He was not a Minnesota Lakers fan. You just liked the Lakers. You liked Kobe. I liked Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Makes sense. 
the so Kyler's the first. The next is the New York teams are in the largest media market in the world. Wow. And so a lot of people, even if they don't live in New York, are fans of the New York sports teams. Right. So the New York Giants have a new quarterback, Daniel Jones, but he's got a great nickname, Danny okay. Dimes. Ooh. Because a dime may be a piece of money to most of us, but in football, it's slang for when the quarterback throws a really nice pass. So when they throw the old football around, they say, boy, what a dime. Yeah. So let's trace this back a little bit. Sure. I would say that what they're getting at is not so much the coin a dime, but a 10, the number 10. That's it. A 10 out of 10. they're saying a 10 out of 10 as one would say, oh, man, she's a complete 10. It's another way to say it. it Listen, it's 2019. They are a complete 10. Zimzer is a complete 10. So Danny Dimes, you can always say that. Boy, what about that Danny Danny Dimes in your set? If you think Kyler Murray's a stud, wait till you check out Danny Dimes. Now we're going to stay in New York, New York being a large media market and a lot of people. They have two teams. Grant, what is the second NFL team besides the New York Giants? The Jets. The New York Jets. The Jets. For all of you keeping notes, the Giants have blue uniforms. The Jets are green. Here's another fun fact about the Jets. Hit me. They've always been terrible. They have. And most of the time, they've had a very attractive quarterback. I didn't know the second part, but okay. I mean, Boomer Esiason. Yeah. Very attractive individual. Mark Sanchez. Joe Theismann. Mark Sanchez. Sam Darnold. So Sam Darnold is our quarterback right now. And because he's attractive, Graham, he actually got mono. I mean... I haven't heard about mono since I was in about eighth grade. So what's interesting is mono is transmitted through saliva, which I just read on the internet. Um, You can also get it by sharing food, utensils, or saliva with somebody that has the infection. And it feels initially like a cold, but apparently it attacks your spleen. And so Sam Darnold had to miss several games because he was caught smooching. Damn. Smooching. And there was a funny sign of some lady that showed up to a game that said, I'm the one that gave Sam Darnold mono. And he had to deny that that was the lady. Do you remember a couple years ago when the Patriots won the Super Bowl and somebody posted a photo of that one guy passed out after she had just met up with him from a Tinder date and had sex with him. Yes. That was a good time. He probably got mono too. He probably had mono. What was his name? Rob Gronkowski. No, it wasn't Gronk. Oh, then I don't know. Edelman. Julian Edelman. It was Julian Edelman. So he, here's the more important question. I know we're talking about Sam Darnold getting mono, but yeah. 
here's the the I mean really the more crucial topic of conversation that people are going to get into is is Sam Darnold worthy of being an attractive Jets quarterback I I'm going to be honest I I couldn't tell you what Sam Darnold looks like and so I'm going to google his name okay and the first picture I see I will tell you what I think okay okay pressing enter going to google images I didn't bing it this time should have probably so the first picture is him in a helmet he's number 14 this okay. doesn't help me um i could not great i can't really tell what he okay i found a picture with him out it looks like he has a strong jawline um yes his neck is long yes uh his hair's kind of red is it's, that not an instant disqualifier i think it is I, I i unfortunately i would say he is not a attractive jets quarterback um due to the red hair if anyone is really wanting to know what we're talking about, go ahead and Google uh, Sam Darnold. And then go ahead and Google Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Even those of you who are diehard, uh, straight, heterosexual, cisgendered men, such as myself, will find Mark Sanchez quite catching. They said he was the Ben Affleck of football. Ben Affleck like which I, ben affleck i don't think anyone said that. i was talking about ben affleck <laughs> the actor do you like how i made a joke there and i couldn't name one of his movies no, that's i got it <laughs> the joke was supposed to be to mention a movie but i couldn't think of one so well, you know there's batman justice league that's all i got goodwill hunting oh that's the one wait no that's matt damon and ben affleck is in it too uh, there's Armageddon. Pearl okay. Harbor. Okay. Giggly. Still no Mark Sanchez. And Jersey Girl. Also, if you want to get a little extra credit. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sam Darnold, what college did he go to? Do you remember? I do not. He went to the University of Southern California? Yeah, he did. Uh, guess what college Mark Attractive Sanchez went to? The University of Southern California. You would be correct. I guess that's just where attractive people are born. Man, the chin, though, on Mark Sanchez. How long do you think Sam Darnold was kissing before he got mono? Uh, um, minutes. I would say... I would say, like, half an episode um, of The Great British Bake Off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's accurate. And I, I bet it was, like... I bet there was no tongue. I bet it was just all kissing. Just regular, good old-fashioned kissing. It was just closed-mouth kissing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first base is touching foreheads. <laughs> Well, people. <laughs> people. And the last story about the NFL, and this is breaking news for us. We've never broken news, but Pat Patrick Mahomes, Mah, Mahomes, was injured last night um, on Thursday night football. So once a week, the NFL makes its players play a game after 
on a short. Usually the NFL plays games every week, so every Sunday, because you need time to recover. And once a week, two teams have to play on Thursdays. And this week, Pat, Pat Mahomes played on Thursday and separated his kneecap, which they are dislocated, not separated, dislocated his kneecap, and then they popped it back in on the field and he walked off on his own power. Quick little uh, tip or extra credit when you're at the water cooler. You could easily spark up a logical conversation by saying, so what do you think, what do you think uh, is going to happen to the Chiefs for the rest of the season? Because he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. And he was basically everything they needed in a human being. He was their best player and now is going to miss some time because he dislocated his kneecap. If you watch television but not necessarily football, you've probably still seen Patrick Mahomes uh, on a State Farm commercial. Yeah, he's got a big head of hair. It's very fun. Very curly. Him and Aaron Rodgers. So that brings us, Graham, to our last topic this week. The National Basketball Association. So the yeah, in, yeah. the NBA, I think collectively our favorite sport. Absolutely. Is going to be back. And they've had some time off. The championship was in June. They have a couple months off. They've been practicing for a few weeks. Something crazy happened in China, which we're not going to get into because I don't understand it well enough. But it's back. So they're going to start playing regular season games. So, Graham, what does a regular season mean? So there is the preseason. There is the regular season. And then there is the postseason. The preseason is the part of the season where you basically let all the people that are not very good on your team you let them play and you let them get some experience and it's more like saying uh when you're on the playground as a kid okay this round doesn't count okay and then the regular season starts and that's when things start counting so the the best record that you can possibly have in basketball um is going to carry you into the postseason. So only the people who uh, win their respective divisions get to enter the postseason. Everybody else goes home. So the regular season is about to start. Um, I live in Portland, Oregon, and I quickly jumped on the Portland Trailblazers bandwagon, so I'm a Blazers fan. And I'm not even going to pretend that I've liked them for more than the two years I've lived here because the minute I moved here, I started liking them yeah and it's interesting because i live in austin um i was not a phoenix suns fan when we lived there because they were always terrible Um, awful and so my choices really are pretty limited i could be a fan of the austin spurs which is the aforementioned minor league um so they're not very good or i could jump on any bandwagon and since graham and i do this podcast together I thought I would become a Portland Trailblazers fan. Welcome to the club. Because when you t- you think about the NBA, there there are people that you should root for. So we're going to share some of the names of people to root for. The first you probably already know, LeBron, or as this document said a little earlier, LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron yep. James. Um, he is 
the worst. Arguably one of the top three NBA players of all time. He's a solid three, though. Eh, probably. I mean, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but he's very, very good. He is now going to be 35. It is his 17th NBA season, and he plays on the Los Angeles Lakers. So if you just need a person, a name to say that almost everyone will know and have an opinion about, you can say LeBron. You want to be careful pledging your allegiance to LeBron because if you're doing so in the presence of another NBA fan, right. you're probably going to get ridiculed. That's true. However, if you are wanting to just look impressive in front of some non-NBA fans, LeBron's a good go-to. It's a great go-to. Um, the next name on our list, we don't even need the last name. You just need his first name, which... For those of you that are new to talking about sports, this is going to be a great one for you. He was voted the most valuable player last year, which means that all of the NBA coaches and executives and players voted, and they said, boy, this guy's the best. And his name that you need to know is Giannis. Should we even try, try his uh, last name? I've tried for years, and I cannot say it. Do you want to give it a whirl? Antetokounmpo. That's kind of, it just sounds like Antetokounmpo. It's the best thing that's happened since uh, Dikembe Mutombo. And it's also the best thing that's happened to Milwaukee probably ever. Since Miller Lite. Because he does play in Milwaukee, which if you haven't had a chance, Milwaukee is actually a pretty underrated Midwest city. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't even know. It's, it's probably up there with like, not Minneapolis, but maybe St. Paul. I was gonna say St. Paul. It's up there with Ma- like a it's Madison. up there with like a Davenport. Ooh, yes, yeah, solid Davenport. Or maybe um Decorah, Iowa, the home of the Field of Dreams. Could be that. Um so Giannis is Greek. They call him the Greek freak. He plays more often than they call him Giannis. That's true. Um, he is six foot ten, but has the wingspan. So his arms are the length of somebody that should be seven five or six, and so he can dunk from just about anywhere um, within ten feet of the basket. It's pretty amazing. Um, if you want to look at clips on the internet, type in in Giannis dunks is always a good time. Here's the fun part. Okay, what's the fun part? Why don't we go ahead and assume that somebody knows how to spell Giannis. Yep, it's exactly how it sounds. G-I-A-N-N-I-S. Just like Perfect. I said, exactly it's like exactly it sounds. exactly how it sounds. Um, now, some of you may be like, listen, I don't want to remember names. I just want to have a cool social media account to follow. If that's the case, Joel Embiid is the guy for you. Joel is like a really uh, telemarketer name, oh, a telemarketer way of saying Joel. It is. Um, but the great thing about Joel is that he talks a lot of shit about players he's playing against on social media um, with the intent, he said in interviews, that he wants to ruin their lives. That's bold. So if you're looking for someone to mention like, oh, did you see that Instagram post by old Joel Embid? This is the place to start. There's two eyes in Embiid. I think it's Embiid, maybe. I think it is Embiid. 
What team does he play for? The 76ers? Philadelphia 1976ers. Not to be confused with the Philadelphia Eagles, who mm-hmm. are an NFL team. That is correct. Um, the next one is one that we will both be rooting for um, as adopted Portland Trailblazers fans, and that is Dame, a.k.a. Damian Lillard. Dame time. That's a pun, see, because instead of game time, he said Dame time. Now, what's great about Damian Lillard is he makes crazy shots. He shoots from everywhere, shoots from like the halfway point of the court, which is great. But he also is a rapper and has an album on Spotify or Apple Music, whatever you use. This might be a little bit of a biased opinion, but you know what I like most about Damian Lillard? What's that? He's actually good at the things he does. Yeah, he's a actually a good rapper. His rap is pretty good coming from this white boy from Iowa. Yeah, well, but, that makes you an expert on most uh, right. cultures. Right. I grew up in the ghetto. You grew up in a white ghetto. I grew up in the projects, um, the farming projects of northwest Iowa. They had to bale their own hay. Sioux City represent. We had a minor league team. Did I ever tell you that? No. The Sioux City Explorers were our <laughs> baseball team. What were they? Do you want to know why that is? Yeah, I do. Why the they were the Explorers because uh, a gentleman that was on the Lewis and Clark expedition, okay, named Sergeant Floyd, yeah, passed away in Sioux City, Iowa. That also sounds and like one of your high school teachers. He's not Mr. Anderson. He was Sergeant Floyd. And he passed away in Sioux City, and they put up a rinky-dink version of the Washington Monument for him. Wow, that's really and now they call him the Explorers. Uh, I can't remember. We also had a uh, minor league hockey team. The Sioux can't remember City. what they were. Musketeers. I was gonna say the Sioux City Sarsaparillas. Nope, they were the Sioux City Musketeers. So that's really regional, but for our listeners in Sioux City. Uh, these are good talking points. All 50,000 of you. <laughs> uh, so the last person to, to kind of know, and this is, you know, if you know some of the big names, if you know LeBron, maybe you know Giannis, this is one of the names you can sneak in there. It's just a first name again, and it makes you sound like you're on the know. And that's Luka Doncic, who plays mm-hmm. for the Dallas Mavericks. And you can just call him Luka. Luca. What's great is even though he just came to the NBA last year, he's been playing in Europe against like thirty-year-old European men who were like smoking on the court, and he was like seventeen and just running circles around them. So he's seen some shit. This guy is very fast. Look at him shoot the ball. Do you remember Tony Kukoc? Absolutely. I thought he was one of those guys that smoked on the bench. I mean. Him and Vladi Divac. And Luke Longley. <laughs> <laughs> Vladi Divac. He uh, come here and I shoot hoop. Now, those are all players you can root for. Now, when it's players not to root for, even though we just told you LeBron James is a good person to root for, it's actually a bad person to root for, too. And there's a number of reasons, but my number one beef with LeBron James is that he's remaking Space Jam. 
How dare he? There was no reason. Um, I also don't think in a world that we live in that is predominantly comic book movies that a Looney Tunes basketball live action movie works nearly as well as it did in the early 90s with Michael Jordan. Here's a good indicator. I actually had to introduce my children to the Looney Tunes. There's no like easy natural way for them to just stumble upon Looney Tunes. They're not on Netflix. They're not on Disney. You have to basically, unless you're rocking, uh, you know what? I'm talking out of my ass. I don't even know. I don't even know what channel Looney Tunes are on anymore. But you introduced your kids, and that's the important thing. I downloaded the DVD pack of all the original classics and introduced them, and they were pleasantly surprised. I think the only one that doesn't work as well is Pepe Le Pew. Well, Pepe Le Pew is not so great. Also, the uh, giant chicken that is extremely racist. What's his name? Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, that's him. Uh, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, say, sir, boy. For those of you listening, that is not actually Foghorn Leghorn. That was just Graham. I am from Portland, and we're awfully racist up here. So LeBron James. Just kidding. Some people are, though. Some people are going to root for him. Some people aren't. If you are a complete beginner, saying you like LeBron is an easy thing. If you know a tiny bit more, you can say, gosh, I don't really like that LeBron. You know he's remaking Space Jam. If you live anywhere other than the immediate Los Angeles area, you better not be a LeBron James fan. It's true. Cleveland, where he used to play, he's left you twice. He's dead to you. Miami, uh, he left you. He's dead to you. Isn't it interesting, though, that when he went to Miami, there was a big uproar and people were burning his jerseys. And now that he's gone to Los Angeles, everyone's like, eh, yeah, well. They kind of expect it now. He just kind of jumps around. Yep. It's like the girlfriend that's cheated on you four times and they're just doing it again. You're like, yeah, well. Woe is me. Fool me me once. Shame on us. Um, The next one is, you know, specifically for those of us in Texas, um, this may be controversial. I don't think James Harden is fun to root for. Why not? Listen, the beard thing, so he's, his nickname is The Beard because he's got this really long beard. I'm just not into it. I think it looks silly. He's got a beard and a mohawk. He would fit in really well up here. Yeah, he probably would. Um, but his entire game, so what he does on the court, revolves around shooting really difficult shots and then uh, jumping into people to try and get fouled so he can take very easy shots. And it's just not very fun to watch. What does he do? Like kick out his feet? Yeah, and he's got a new move now that he's shooting on one foot and then kicking out his other foot to try and get more fouls called on him. Come on. It's it's just not fun. So while he's universally seen as a really good basketball player, you can sound pretty educated. Be like, I just don't like his game. He's always trying to get those fouls. You're gonna cause some. You're gonna you're gonna ruffle some feathers, though. You are. Um, but I think if you say I just really like that Giannis, that is a way for you to box yourself into a really good spot. And then if you really want some extra credit, you could be like, How much longer is Vince Carter gonna play? There it is. Vince Carter's the oldest person still playing in the NBA. 
so old that many of the announcers comment about how they used to play with him. That's true. He was, I think he's in his 40s. I think he's like 42. Apparently he tore it up against the New York Knicks the other day. Sounds right. Vinsanity. Vinsanity. He, I remember having a basketball card of him doing the uh, dunk where you swim it between your legs. Of course. Did you ever put your basketball hoop down to like seven feet and do dunks? I actually got really upset when my basketball hoop got put away from seven feet. (laughs) If I couldn't dunk on it, I wasn't into basketball. That's fair. Um, I like to lower it to do dunks. Uh, I always thought it was really fun. Did you ever play that game um, called 21? Absolutely. That game was the best. That was a fun game. That and um, the 21... What else? Horse. Horse is a good one. Side note about horse. There was a basketball player from the 90s played for the Chicago Bulls named Horace Grant. And what was he known for? Uh, his glasses. He wore big goggles. He wore big goggles, but I always thought his name was Horse. <laughs> I I grew up playing the game Horse and I thought Horse's name was named after the game of Horse. That's incredible. Man, those glasses were nice. And speaking of glasses, the last person on our list right now is wearing a full mask because he's already well, broken his nose. Ah! Because that's what karma gets. The last person I'm not rooting for, Kyrie Irving. Why not? Listen, he thinks the world is flat. I've always it's been. Not. A, I've always been a fan of the globe, and a globe is clearly not flat. What's he gonna do if he retires and plays for the Harlem Globetrotters? That's a good point. He has left multiple teams and always kind of messes things up when he leaves. And I just don't like him. It's personal. My son has his shoes. He likes his shoes. But, yeah. But does your before son, does he know that they're Kyrie shoes, or does he just like the colors? No, he has no idea who Kyrie is. Good. He likes C.J. McCollum and all the Blazers players. Well, um, you're training him right, or raising him. You don't train children, you raise them. Oh, I train him <laughs> with a whip. <laughs> with a whistle. Um, his shoes are good. You, prior to uh, being a inaugurated Blazers fan, who were you a fan of? So I I never, like, besides living in Phoenix for a few years, I never have lived anywhere with a professional basketball team. So I always liked players. Um, And my favorite players, I had two. So when I was, like, a kid, it was Sean Kemp. Yeah. I loved Sean Kemp because he just dunked on everybody. And then when I was in middle school and high school, my favorite player was Allen Iverson. The answer. The answer. I used to have a pair of Allen Iverson tennis shoes. Is that before or after they were and one brand? That was before when they were Reeboks. Ah. What happened to and one? Is and one still a brand? I don't know. But Allen Iverson also rapped, but not as good as someone else on our list, Dame Lillard. Uh, 
contrary to Dame, uh, Allen Iverson was famous for bringing his gang into the games. Yeah, it, it wasn't great, but if you search Allen Iverson steps over, there's a great video where he dribbles so fast that the person guarding him falls over, and he makes a shot and then steps over another man and glares at him. Sorry, I got distracted by the and one Wikipedia page. What does it say? Is and one still a brand? The, uh, I haven't read into it. However, uh, there is a Wikipedia subcategory that says 2010 to present. It sounds like they might have done a relaunch. What? Holy cow. Breaking news. Obviously not not all that breaking because it says in 2018... <laughs> Kevin Garnett returned to And One wow. as creative director and global ambassador. They must have given him half of the company. <laughs> Funny side note, do you remember the East Bay catalogs? Oh, how else would you order all of your sporting good needs? When I was a kid, I liked that catalog as much, if not more, than when I got the yearly Sears catalog. Yeah, the Sears, or I guess in my neck of the woods, it was the J.C. Penney catalog. I remember coveting a set of rollerblades out of the J.C. Penney catalog. Did you ever get them? Nope, never got them. Maybe that's, that's why I've had such money problems my entire life. I've just bought everything I ever wanted because I never got those J.C. Penney roller skates. What do you remember? What they look like? Like what color they were? Oh yeah, they were in line. Okay. F- in line, four wheels. Yep. Uh they were black. They had the red ratchet straps to tighten it down. And they had clear wheels. Wow. I just described every rollerblade. I was gonna say it sounds like you've really gotten over it. <laughs> so almost as much as I've gotten over the release of And One Street Ball. On PlayStation 2 and Xbox released April 10th, 2006. We should get that game and replay it. Wait, you don't have it anymore? Okay, yeah, I still play it. I play it on Twitch on a regular basis. I use Mixer. (laughs) That and Shaq Fu. Of course, Shaq Fu. uh, One of the greatest games ever created. One of. (laughs) So... That does it for our topics this week. I think you've learned a lot if you've been paying attention. Just to recap, there are some NBA players to root for. LeBron James can either be someone you root for or root against. Um, The New York Jets have a quarterback that got mono. And the mattress salesman that has put up $3.5 million, that bet is still alive because the Houston Astros are still in the Major League playoffs. Now, Graham, next week... um, some of the things that we could talk about college football being one of them because I don't understand it Um, the XFL is back I know that as someone that owned a he hate me jersey I know you're pretty pumped about that right it was right next to my FUBU jersey of course and then I thought we would take a look at competitive oyster eating specifically Rocky Mountain Oyster so we'll look at some of the athletes um, in that specific sport 
I think the deep cut takeaway from this week is definitely going to be the uh, baseball flying at least five feet shorter in the playoffs than did in the regular season of baseball. If you really want to shake things up at the water cooler, bring that up. That's that's money. Try me. You know what's great about that? What? Is nobody else knows jack shit about it. So So you can just just mention it and everyone will start talking out of their ass. It's going to be fantastic. You just sit back and watch the world burn how we roll well if you're made it this far the least you could do to to make up for all the time that you've spent is to leave us a review uh hopefully we've earned at least three stars ideally four or five if you're really running out of things to do you could go subscribe to our sponsor that paid us thousands of dollars highlights magazine that's true and remember the promo code is fart with a two R's and a silent PH. That's $29.64. A very strategic number for one year subscription. Even if you're not a child, you'll love it. It's still a great read. Um, the crossword puzzles get me every time. Next week's sponsor is Zoo Books. I hope so. I love Zoo Books. Let's see how much they pay up. $40 million. Until next time. This has been We Watch Sports.